Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're talking about getting out of debt today. And I want to do a couple of things. I want to walk you through, I guess, my six type of steps to get out of debt. We're going to talk about each one. Then I'm going to chat about what the debt snowball is as step six, because a lot of people, they hear about the debt snowball and they don't know what it is. And I want to explain the differences between the debt snowball and any other techniques. I'm so excited if you are in a bit of consumer debt, which consumer debt we like to call credit card debt or personal loans or afterpay or zip pay. Yes. That is a debt because you owe the money. Just because you paid over four installments that are four easy installments, it doesn't mean that it's not debt because if you owe somebody money, it's debt. Now, consumer debt, it's not your house. It's not your investment property. In this conversation, we're not worrying about our HEX repayment or our help debt. Keep that to one side. I'm just going to talk about if you've got credit card debt, personal loan debts, uh, any of those crappy debts, maybe a tax bill, all that stuff. If you are at the point where you want to get out of debt, right, this could be you've started, you've listened to the My Millennial Money podcast or this episode specifically about how to get out of debt. So, good on you. I'm here to encourage you. Okay, the first thing you must do when trying to get out of debt is to come to the position that you are not getting into any more debt. I mean, that sounds so dumb because it's clear that you don't want to get into any more debt because you're going to get out of debt and your life's going to be so much better. But unless you actively make the decision that this debt has not blessed me so far, it's actually only caused turmoil, I have to make the decision to get out of debt. Now, this means you could wake up tomorrow and go, I'm no longer doing any debt, or it needs to be a process. And what that might mean is, You need to go one day, one week, three days, one month, whatever that is, without going into any more debt. So, I kind of tell people, I don't really want you to just cut up your card and then feel stressed that you feel, I guess, emotionally exposed or something weird because you don't have that credit card as a safety net. I want you to just start to think about yourself and imagine yourself in, say, two years' time two months time, three years time, whatever that is, that I'm a person that does not value debt in my life unless it's to build assets. So, and at the top of this episode, when I said some of these steps, they could take some time and some could take um, a very fast amount of time. My father, he smoked a carton of cigarettes per week, right? And it was so hard for him to quit. Went to the doctors with a bit of chest pain, scared the crap out of him. They sent him to the hospital Stayed overnight, there's nothing wrong, piss off, go home. And he hasn't smoked since. So, whether you're a cold turkey or you need to wean yourself off by setting some little practical exercises each week, each day, 
before you even cut up the credit card, just try and leave the credit card at home and go out without it. See how it feels. Oh, life goes on, right? So weird. It's like when I want to get off Instagram, I delete it from my phone. Oh, I've gone the day without checking Instagram. Life went on, not that hard, but we've got to get emotionally used to it. So you've got to decide that no more debt is for you, okay? Point number two, there's no way starting a debt repayment campaign that might take a year, two years, some of you it might take three or four years, right? I don't think there's any point starting until you've got a good solid spending plan, budget, money management system, whatever in place, okay? You might get an online budget from somewhere, you might read a book and use a different style, I've got the Glenn James spending plan. There's a link in the show notes. This episode is not about me trying to sell that to you, although I'll uh, take what I can get, right? But if you do need somewhere to start, you need to get a system in place because what I'm getting at is the minute we start paying down debt, we need to make sure that we don't have any other explosions in our life and get back in debt. So the important thing is to set up systems in place before we even worry about paying down any of the debt, right? Number three, what we need to do, because we've decided that we're not going into any more debt, we've decided that we're going to get a spending plan system in place, we've decided now we need to have an emergency fund set up. So, what I want you to do, number one, if you've got five grand worth of credit card debt and you're paying interest on it each month, but you've got 10 grand worth of savings, you need to check into a psychologist and have a chat about the emotional feels, right? Because it's not right. That's ridiculous, okay? And I know I'm being a bit harsh or trying to be a little bit provocative, but I need to rattle your cage, okay? In order to help you with the first point, which is no more debt, right? Because a lot of this is a psychology behavioral play. So, anyway, I won't go down that rabbit hole. The first thing we need to do is create an emergency fund, and I, I reckon we just target 2000 Australian dollars or, you know, 1300 US dollars, wherever you are, just as a little buffer, right? Now, the reason we do this is because we've committed to a plan, we've decided there's no more debt, we want to make sure that if we have a car accident and we need an excess of $700, we've got an emergency fund there that we can pay that excess, we can pay for that dental bill if we've bitten down on a bit of food on the weekend, we don't have to run back into a credit card to pay for emergencies, right? So, while we build our emergency fund, what you need to do is put all your debt on minimum payments, okay? So, when you're building your budget or spending plan, factor in the minimum payments on your debt. So, for example, if your credit card says, this month payment is $230, okay? Just, that's cute, but ask them what the minimum payment is. Can I just pay the minimum of $20 a month and it will then take me 45 years to get out of that credit card debt? That's what we're looking for to start with because we need to know how much money it costs you to exist and how much is left over that we can attack the debt with, right? So, bear with me on this. Now, we're not saving any money while we are in debt. We are paying off debt. The only savings you've got are your $2,000 emergency fund, right? It's got to be hardline debt repayment strategy so we can get onto the next stage in your life. If you are that person that has $10,000 saved and $5,000 on the credit card, tomorrow you are clearing the $5,000 credit card and you're getting on with your life without debt. 
if you're that person who might have $5,000 saved in cash and $20,000 on the credit card, this is what I want you to do. I want you to put $3,000 straight onto the credit card and then leave $2,000 in your emergency fund. Then we're attacking the credit card. So we need to start with all our savings ready to ram into this debt, right? And I'll get onto that kind of process, how that works. The fourth thing, and it's kind of just a fun thing just to kind of ram home that you're in debt and your life financially is going to suck till you're really out of debt and you're not living week to week and you're not worried about credit card repayments from that trip to freaking Croatia to see King's Landing two years ago and you still haven't paid it off, right? So, we need to, number four, we need to understand that until you're consumer debt free, your reason for living on this planet financially is to pay off debt, Okay. That's your reason for living financially. I kind of want to say that's your reason for living, but I'll probably get emails and people will uh, abuse me. But you get what I'm saying? Like your whole goal in this stage of your financial life is to get out of debt. Once we've decided we're not getting any more debt, we've got a spending plan or a money system, we've got our emergency fund in place. Number four, we are existing to pay debt. Hey, what are you doing with your life? I'm getting out of debt. Hey, what are you doing this year? It's a new year. It's 2020. What are you doing? I'm getting out of debt. This is your reason for living. You've got to get out of debt because it's easy to walk into the car yard and sign up for debt. You can do that within the day. It's so easy. It's easy to log on, fill your cart up with crap online for $2,000 and use Afterpay. Four easy, inst- four easy installments. That's so easy, right? We can do that in one sitting, but you can't get out of debt easy, Okay. And I'm not judging anyone. I've been in debt before, but we need to say we're here now. What are we going to do to get on with it? Number five, what can you do on the side to start to pump the debt? Okay. Can it be a side hustle? I'm not keen on side hustles just for the sake of a side hustle. There's kind of some reasons where I would recommend a side hustle. Number one, it's a side hustle to generate more money to get out of debt. So you'll have more money to put into your life to build the life you want to live, okay? The other reason for a side hustle is I've got a short-term goal that I just want to smash out, which might mean we want to go on a holiday. We don't heaps have the money. So I'm going to just smash out a side hustle for the next six months, earn money for a holiday. Or the third reason is a side hustle. It's what I want to do long-term. I'm going to start to do it on the side. So we're not just wasting our time and having a side hustle just to put that money into our bank account to spend it grilled on a Thursday night. What can you do to get extra money to put into the debt? I want you to go to your garage, to your spare room, look at all the crap that's laying around and freaking put it on marketplace. If there's a cat that runs into your backyard that's next doors, I'm talking about my backyard, grab it, take a photo, throw it off on marketplace, $200. Whatever is laying around that isn't tied down you need to sell it and you need to put that money onto debt. We've all got probably money laying around our house, okay? I could walk into my garage. I could probably see $300 worth of crap that I haven't used that I could sell tomorrow. So, we need to get intentional. Go back and have a listen to My Millennial Money episode 252 and it's about minimalism and money with the everyday organizer. Beck, she's great. Use this time to become a minimalist. Why not? Okay. We've got to make a change if something needs to change, right? Everything we're doing is to pay off debt. There are no easy ways out of debt, none whatsoever. 
Now, number six, I want to talk to you about the debt snowball and this technique in order to pay down our debt. So let's assume you've got three debts. You've got a credit card that's got $1,500 on it and it's got 0% interest. You've got a car loan and it's two and a half grand on it and it's six and a half percent interest. And you've got a $10,000 personal loan at 15% interest. And we'll assume that for this example, that the minimum payment on each one is $50 per month. So we've got $150 per month as minimum payments. Logic says that because that personal loan of $10,000 that we used to go to King's Landing a couple of years ago is at 15% interest, logic says that we need to divert all our money to the personal loan because it's got the highest amount of interest, okay? Logic says that. I totally get it. Weirdly, logic also says don't get a freaking personal loan worth 10 grand paying 15% to go on a holiday. So, we can't use the same logical way to pay down debt that you think is logical because your logic's flawed, okay? Now, I'm being dramatic. I am annoying you. This is what we want. I need to offend you enough about debt. I'm not really offending you. I want to offend the debt in your life, okay? Go with me and let me talk you through why we use the debt snowball. Because if we started a diet tomorrow and we didn't lose weight really fast, we would not stick to that diet. And that's why diets suck. It needs to be more lifestyle eating. I don't eat sugar. I don't drink alcohol on Monday to Friday. Whatever it is, I just binge all day and get rugby league drunk on Saturday. Okay, whatever. Okay, I'm joking. Back off. We're going to list the debt snowball, our smallest to largest. Okay, credit card, $1,500, then $2,500 car loan, then the personal loan at $10,000. What I want you to do is build your budget based on the minimum payments of $50 per debt, which is $150, okay? Then work out how much it costs you to live. And you you need to also really go down and see if you can get as much money spare as possible, which means you might have to ditch some luxuries while you're getting out of debt. The more you sacrifice now, the faster you will get out of debt, okay? How do you get out of debt, Glenn? Sacrifice everything. Eat cereal for dinner four nights a week, okay? That's just what I eat anyway. We did our budget and we'll just assume we've got $100 a month left over. A snowball gets bigger as it rolls. So, the first thing we're going to do is put that $100 a month on to the credit card that's $1,500. So, basically, we are now paying the minimum $50 a month and the $100 a month of what's left over in our budget to pay down the credit card. So, effectively, Within 10 months, that $1,500 credit card would go if we did nothing else. But because you're selling Nextdoor's cat uh, for a couple hundred dollars and you found some crap in the garage you can sell, that credit card can probably be gone in a couple of months, if that, right? We've got to get intentional. And the fact that if you haven't done a budget, you'll realize how much leftover money you've got. Just you've been poor at managing money before, okay? So, then what we're going to do, while the car loan and the personal loan is on minimum payments while we're doing this. When the credit card is completed, that $150, so our extra $100 and the $50 minimum payment, we're going to apply that to the car loan. So that means there's $200 a month going onto the car loan. Then our reason for living is to smash that car loan. Once the car loan's gone, that $50 minimum that we're paying on the car loan plus the $200 means that $250 is now going onto the personal loan each month, including the $50 minimum payment that you're paying. So now we've got $250 that we're pumping onto the personal loan every month. The reason why we wanna do this is 
while it doesn't make sense logically and your logic's flawed anyway because you thought it was a good idea to logically pay interest on a holiday, we need to get a system in place that hacks the behavior so you get a win and you make progress, okay? So, if you want to go to uh, sortyourmoneyout.com forward slash get out of debt, I'll put this little blog up with the points there. I'll also have a little diagram of the loans and some arrows and it will show you how the debt snowball works, right? And it could take a couple of years to get rid of this fictitious amount of debt, right? But the harder you sacrifice in your lifestyle, the harder you sell next door's livestock, the harder you side hustle, the faster you will get out of debt. Once this fictitious person is out of debt, we've got an extra $250 a month to put towards our goals. If you do pay off the credit card, why don't you just pause, go have a little dinner out with your friends. Yeah, yeah, I've paid off my credit card. Come down to base camp. All right, deep breath. Now we're going at the car loan. Once you pay off a debt, go into the My Millennial Money Facebook group and tell us all that you've paid it off. People have done that and it's so cool to see and just be around encouraging people. I want to encourage you. You can do this. Sortyourmoneyout.com forward slash get out of debt. There'll be some resources there, namely the six points that I've talked about. First, no more debt. Second, get a spending plan or money system. Third, an emergency fund of $2,000. Fourth, the reason for you living is to become debt free. Fifth, a side hustle or sell something. And sixth, use the debt snowball. So if this person had $3,500 worth of savings, they would put $2,000 into the saving into the emergency fund account. Then what they would do is put the $1,500 direct onto that 0% credit card. Then that credit card's gone. Now we're just going smash $200 onto the car loan. If there's an emergency that happens while you're getting out of debt, what you need to do is press pause on the snowball. If you did have a car accident and you needed an $800 excess, what you would do is pay that cash out of your emergency fund, press pause on that extra $100 a month going into the debt and redirect that $100 into the emergency fund to get that back to $2,000, then go and continue the debt snowball, okay? That's how we're going to do it. Let us know how you go. And another thing, just for those who are using the Glenn James spending plan, and there's a link in the bio for that, when you do the spending plan, the first page, obviously, you put in your income. The second page, you put all your expenses. The third page, it tells you what's left and it tells you how much the target uh, emergency fund is. You're not putting any further savings into any other savings account. You'll just direct that amount that tells you what's free each week into the emergency account. Get that to $2,000. Then that what's left amount can go to the smallest debt first. All right. Hope that helps. If you've got any other questions, do let me know. Otherwise, I'm keen to hear in the My Millennial Money Facebook group how you're going about getting out of debt. I'll see you soon. Bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 